Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining today. Today's podcast title is called You Are My Masterpiece. And um, a little bit about this uh, particular podcast is um, basically I wrote a blog called You Are My Masterpiece about a year ago. And when I wrote it, God wanted me to say a message to help everyone in the world to understand how much he loves them and how they are all his masterpiece and very, very special to him. I felt God wanted me to remind us all about this message today as well and that we are all his masterpiece and created for a purpose. So today the Bible verses that I'm going to talk about are, the first one is Ephesians 2.10, which says, For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. The second scripture is Psalms 131, verse 13 to 16, which says, For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. So now I'm just going to open up with a word of prayer before we get started. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for everyone listening to this podcast right now. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you call us your masterpiece, Lord, and that you have an individual plan and purpose for all of our lives. We pray, Lord, that you would speak to us through your word and enable us to understand what your plan and what your purpose is and what you are calling us to do on this earth, O Lord. We pray for everyone listening right now that they may be able to hear your voice, O Lord, and that your spirit will move and that your name will be glorified above all. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So once again, the scriptures that we're going to be talking about today is Ephesians 2.10, for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works which he prepared in advance for us to do. And Psalms 131, verse 13 to 16, which says, For you created my inmost being, you knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful, I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. So you are God's masterpiece. You were created by God to do good works. God knew you before you were born, before you were formed in your mother's womb. He carefully crafted you and formed every little detail about you. He also knew everything about you before you were formed. God has a unique plan and purpose for your life. God calls you his masterpiece. A masterpiece is an artist's finest work. A masterpiece is the work that an artist is remembered by. This is how God sees you. God sees you as you are and loves you the same. You may have flaws and problems that you struggle with. However, God wants us to know that even though we are his masterpiece, we are a work in progress. We by ourselves are imperfect and flawed. However, through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross, we are made whole, righteous, and perfect in God's eyes. God has placed in each of us individual gifts, talents, and abilities to use in the body of Christ to glorify him. 
God wants you to know he loves you more than you will ever know. His love is unable to be measured. It is easy to think from a human perspective that God does not love all people equally. This is simply not true. God does not love us any more or less if we are a seasoned Christian who is actively involved in ministry or someone who just accepted him. In fact, we understand from scriptures that God loved us all, even when we were sinners, so much that Jesus died for our sins. Romans 5, 8 says, But God demonstrates his love for us while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And I'm going to read that again. Romans 5, 8, which says, But God demonstrates his love for us in this, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. God sending his son Jesus to die for our sins when we were yet sinners is a reminder of God's amazing love and grace towards us. There is also nothing that can separate us from the love of God. Nothing in this world can separate us from God's love. The Bible says in Romans 8, 37 to 39, No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor death, nor anything in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen to that. And that's in Romans 8, 37 to 39. God not only loves you, but also has a plan and purpose for your life. We discussed this last week when we spoke about Jeremiah 29, 11, how God has plans for you, plans for a hope and a future, plans not to harm you. Each of us has been given a purpose on this earth. We are all created to do our part for spreading the gospel. We are part of the body of Christ that works together to complete the work of spreading the gospel. And we can read about this in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12 to 31. And it says, Just as a body, though one, has many parts, but not all its parts form one body, so it is with Christ. Now if a foot should say, Because I am not a hand, I don't belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I don't belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. So there should be no division in the body, but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. Now we are the body of Christ. Each one of us, each one of you is a part of it. So... We each have very unique gifts, talents, and purposes for each and every single one of us. We could be gifted to preach, teach, write, help others through our jobs, be a stay-at-home parent, someone who assists others in the community. You could be gifted with having a YouTube channel to share a special knowledge with the world, 
like cooking or home decor or home projects. Some people are gifted with music. They're musicians, comedians, chefs, personal trainers. We may not realize it, but God placed those unique gifts and talents for us to fulfill a unique purpose for him. We may be helping others in a way that may not be necessarily in a church setting, but it's still important for us to use our gifts to help others to fulfill our purpose. For example, your purpose could be to be the best mom in the world to your child, making your child feel and know that he or she is loved by you and their heavenly father. You could also be the one to help those in need anonymously. But you know, God sees all that you're doing and God knows everything you are doing to bring him glory and honor. And God will reward those who do the purpose he has for their life. Each purpose, each person's purpose is unique. We were all called for something specific and unique in the gifting God gave us. So what we need to remember is you are loved by God. You are special to God. You are important to God and you are significant to God. And I'm going to repeat that again. You are loved by God. You are special to God. You are important to God and you are significant to God. There is nothing you can do to make God love you more than he already loves you right now. So let us pray. Heavenly Father, we pray right now for every person listening to this podcast. We pray that we may understand the height, depth, and width of your everlasting love. Help them to see themselves as your masterpiece. Help them to surrender every insecurity and negative thought about themselves to you. Help them to think about themselves as your word says that they are accepted, loved, and secure in you. Fill them with the power of your Holy Spirit. Help them to believe that they are loved by you and that you have an amazing plan and purpose for their lives. Help them to seek you and live in the promises you have for them. We ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So right now, I just want to pray for anyone who has not received Jesus as their Lord and Savior and wishes to do so. Please say this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, please forgive me for my sins. I invite you, Jesus, into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Help me to follow you. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If anyone has said this prayer for the first time, Welcome to the family of God. Please visit the Convo with God website for a Bible study guide of the Gospel of Matthew to help you start your journey. There are also other Bible study guides you may find helpful. If anyone has any prayer requests, please feel free to email me with any prayer requests at hisdaughter at convowithgod.com. Prayer requests are always confidential. Thank you for listening and may God bless you.